Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Insights by Bergman, a podcast that provides timely commentary from subject matter experts on topics and trends related to our built environment. I'm your host, Stacey Lake, and today we have a special episode where we get to hear from two of Bergman's top executives on the topics and challenges that are on their mind as they lead a growing architecture, engineering, and planning firm. Bergman's president and CEO, Pete Giovanco, and chief HR and legal officer, Jenny Muscarella. Welcome. It's great to have both of you here. Hi, thank you, Stacey. Thank you very much. So, you know, 2020 has been no ordinary year for any company, and Bergman is certainly no different. Um, What I was thinking we could do is talk a little bit about, um, you know, pandemic aside, some of the the initiatives and the strategic areas of focus that you've really been looking at in your roles to help foster a great culture and, and work with our people. And then we could talk a little bit about uh, what it's been like to navigate things through the pandemic. Does that sound good? Sounds like a plan. Excellent. Okay. So um, well over the past year, you've been focused, and I say you meaning the entire executive leadership team of whom you two are a part of. Um, But Jenny, especially in your role, really looking at our people and our culture and saying, gee, we have some amazingly smart folks. We're doing these amazing, innovative projects on a regular basis. What can we do more of to help strengthen this cultural foundation? You've launched our values model. You're looking at performance development and goal setting. You've really helped us look at diversity and inclusion. Can you talk to us a little bit about um, those focuses and why they've been so important for the people here at Bergman? Sure thing. Um, I couldn't agree with you more, Stacey. We have great, talented minds and people at Bergman and are more interesting Uh, clients and work. And I think it all kind of funnels back to um, our vision, our values, our mission, and our vision. And uh, that was actually done before I arrived at Bergman. I think Pete led the charge on that in in around 2016. And everything we do, um, people and culture-wise, emanates from that starting point. So um, we started with the values model and uh, the high-performing behaviors, um, trying to determine what, in the co- what is happening in our company already that makes it such a great place, um, that makes us produce um, incredible work um, and, and creates just a good environment and culture. So we actually spent about a year talking to Uh, many people across the firm at all levels trying to understand what they did work-wise, people-wise, relationship-wise, client-wise that made things good and what worked. And we translated all of that into what we now call our values model. Um, We have high-performing behaviors at each level for each of our values, and those values translate into achieving our, our vision. Um, that took us about a year to develop, and from there, we're trying and still trying to make the values model actionable and real and those high-performing behaviors and extrapolate all the good things that were already happening at Bergman um, internally, externally, across the firm. And we worked on a new performance management system. 
to get our people talking about uh, those values, um, what they strive to achieve, and how those high-performing behaviors in our values model will help them to achieve them. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more with Jenny, and and it actually worked out really well because uh, I've been with the company now for 31 years, and uh, it's been my home away from home. And I've been immersed uh, in this culture for for a long time. And it's interesting because uh, for me to come to work every day and, and work with such a great company, you know, you kind of take things for granted, right? Because you're, you, you experience a lot of great things, but you just don't put names or adjectives to describe what those experiences are. So then having Jenny go through that exercise of really developing those behaviors was really a great exercise because it allowed me to really start saying, yeah, that's exactly what made Bergman a great place for 31 years and will continue to hopefully make Bergman a great place uh, for years to come. So having Jenny's fresh perspective on these aspects that make up our culture has been a, a great I think, um, uh, component for uh, developing high-performing behaviors that will affect us all and how we continue to perform in the company. I think of the word intentional. We were just making a lot of what existed intentional and thinking about it. Mm. But it was already here. Can you tell us more about this focus on culture and people strategically? Um, it's not something that every firm in our industry, in the architecture, engineering, planning, construction world, places front and center necessarily, but it's clearly something we do here at Bergman. I'd love to hear more about that from both of you. Having uh, great investments in our people is really important for continuing the success of the company. And as far as the culture is concerned, as Peter Drucker says, culture eats strategy for breakfast is absolutely true. Uh, we can never move any strategic initiative forward without having the right culture in place to be able to execute those strategies. Yeah, well said. I, I've been with Bergman close to four years now, and I think, Pete, I knew you for about two, year and a half to two years before. And the interesting thing, um, so I, I had talked to and worked uh, with and for a number of AE CEOs and presidents, COOs. But the one thing I noted about Pete was when he spoke about Bergman, he spoke about the compass points, and he still does, as you know, as well, Stacey, um, our people, our culture, our clients, and then profitable growth. That is not a given in any every organization. So for some companies, it's just profitable growth. Uh, for some companies, it's, it's uh, in the design world, it's just design. I thought... He taking the time to balance those four things was um, very impressive, and that is carried through um, starting with our people in the four years that I've been here. And it, you're right, it, what we're doing revolves around them. They're what 
makes us and it's why we spend so much time and give so much effort to listening, not just communicating to them and trying to keep them informed, which is important, but listening to what they're seeing, what they need, you know, to be successful and to keep us successful and happy. No, I was just going to add on that. The other interesting part, and, and it's really what makes Bergman a, a unique place, uh, is the fact that we have such diversity of talent. Uh, if you think about all the professionals that we have and their what expertise they bring to the table every day, how do you leverage that, right? You You need to create a culture that allows people to be able to express their points of view given their technical expertise but also their perspective on life and 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 their thoughts uh and the different experiences they all come from so to me i think bergman really becomes a special place when we can really leverage all those diverse talents and experiences together and it takes culture to be able to do that Absolutely. You know, and it's interesting. We, we, like many companies through 2020, we had this playbook, right? We were going down a certain path, 2019, 2020, and all of a sudden, February, March comes around and we're hit with COVID-19, this pandemic. And um, you talked earlier, Jenny, about the compass. And I feel like the compass is a great analogy because it's something that I think any company wish they would have had a compass to know how to navigate through um, what we have had to deal with. Um, and there was actually a really interesting article by Bain and Company from April that called COVID-19 and this pandemic the moment of truth for companies. And I'm really curious um, on your thoughts on that. They, they mention it in the context of um, really marching to the beat of their drum, living their culture, doing what they really said they could do for their people. This is the moment of truth as we navigate this. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think Bergman went back to its roots, its purpose, its vision. Um, and definitely that values model and the high performing behaviors, you know, that the pandemic and going in a shutdown mode could rock a company and did, you know, to, to their core. Um, and sure, did it shake us up a bit in the beginning? Um, you know, we're human, it had to. But very quickly, I think everyone, um, you know, everyone through managers and all of our individual contributors focused on on our high-performing behaviors, our values, and things like helping one another with, with the stress, uh, working harder and harder, thanks to you and your help, Stacy, and communicating with one another at an individual level, at a team level, at a firm level. I think um, having just done that values model and work through some of the performance management was very fortuitous for us. Mm. It helped us all communicate better um, and think about the relationships with one another in order to sustain a high level of service to our clients. Um, mm. So we were lucky. I think we, we went right back to the vision and values of this company. Yeah agree with what Jenny said, but I also believe uh, what really helped uh, get us through this and will continue to get us through this 
is having uh, great teamwork, um, which is one of our values. But it really started with the executive leadership team. Uh, when I became CEO, I realized that you know there's no one person can do it all, and therefore creating a team around you that everyone brings a, a, a special expertise and capability and skill set to the table, and together we become a very formidable team. Um, that took that took a couple years in the making. To you know, we worked at it. Uh, very much over the last couple of years in getting to know each other, getting to build trust in each other, and getting us to really understand what our strengths and our weaknesses are. And I think that prepared the team extremely well to face a challenge like the pandemic. And I think it gave us the confidence that we were able to do this, but I think it also gave the company and everybody in the company the confidence that we have a management team that can tackle something as large as this and get through it very efficiently. So I give credit to the team. And and as Jenny said, it didn't just stop at the executive leadership team. I think that culture and that, uh, that understanding that we need to work together starts at the executive leadership team, but it also transcends through the VPs and the practice leaders, department managers, and so on and throughout the organization. And so we set we set the standard on how to deal with this, and I think that really showed through uh, on this, and it continues to, uh, to really um, prove its its value uh, during these times of crisis uh, and being able to get through it. Sounds yeah, like Pete's, Pete's right. I, you know, I'm grateful for my colleagues on the ELT and what they do for the company and the example. Uh, they set for this company and the VPs as well and their energy and their commitment. Um, we couldn't have gotten through it. How has the pandemic and having to lead a company through it, um, how has how has that changed or influenced your focus? How has it changed or influenced the company's focus? Well, I'll, I'll start that one and uh, Jenny can obviously chime in. Um, 2019 was a great year for Bergman. It was one of our uh, strongest years as a company, and 2020 is our 40th anniversary, so that there's a long history there of, of strong performance. So to say 2019 was our strongest year says a lot. And then uh, we had a lot of momentum going into 2020, and then obviously COVID hit. Um, it did obviously shake everybody uh, in our industry on how do we cope with this uh, pandemic. But as we started getting on uh, solid footing, uh, we were able to navigate through it and continue to operate and um, even have some growth in there. Uh, so how does that change how we look towards the future? Well, I think obviously we've proven to ourselves that we do have the ability and capability to work flexibly and not be so rigid on how people do their work. Uh, we went to a complete work from home scenario and, um, and yes, wow, you know, we proved to ourselves this can, this can actually happen. Uh, so let's learn from this and see how we can change our business, uh, so that people, our people, if you're going back to the focus of our people, can this create a win-win scenario where our people can enjoy maybe a, a better work-life balance, uh, giving more flexibility. 
obviously we have a business to run and, and client services are are one of our largest differentiators and we have to make sure we continue to deliver excellent product and del- excellent client service but you know can we do it with a more flexible uh, working um, pattern and I think maybe we can and uh, therefore you know we are looking at innovative ways how we can be more flexible in the future yeah I agree with what Pete said a hundred percent it opened our eyes to say we can do this and we can do things differently and maybe be as good if not better in some ways um, so I think it's re-energized, recharged Bergman, and I think will be an add to the culture. I also think about um, what our design professionals do. I, I was always impressed. I'm a, I'm a lawyer by license or trade, and when I first started representing design professionals and understanding what architects and engineers and planners do, I was amazed. I guess I always looked at things from an aesthetic perspective, but I quickly learned what they do for the built environment. Um, It might be keeping roads and bridges safer, building safer, or a client's building more functional, more cost-efficient, um, in our education system better for um, our children. Their contributions to improving the built environment are nothing short of amazing in my mind. And I think I saw, I witnessed on the past six, seven months now, whatever it is, um, even more interesting thinking and more concentrated um, energy toward what can we do differently for our clients? How do we need to adapt to the built environment? Um, So I think that's going to change Bergman in a very positive way internally, certainly for our clients. Mm, That's exciting. You know, you never know who's going to tune into a podcast episode like this. It's very likely that there could be some folks who are checking out Bergman as a potential future career path. Um, and I guess from their perspective, they might be wondering, you know, what what would it be like to work at Bergman in the next year or two? What's it going to look like um, as we think about these changes that are happening? Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, um, yeah, I think Bergman will maybe look a little bit different, but ultimately, what has made Bergman successful in the past 40 years? Well, we've talked about that, right? It's people and it's culture. And therefore, we need to continue to build upon that. And it, our culture will evolve, uh, which it should, because things change. And, um, and, you know, as we get more mature as a company, we'll realize maybe there's certain areas that we need to focus on in our culture and and whatnot, and that will evolve over time. But as an individual, I I see Bergman as continued to be an exciting and diverse, as I mentioned before, environment where you will be exposed to a lot of different aspects of the built environment that Jenny talked about. It's just not one-dimensional. It's multi-dimensional, 
So if you're someone that really likes to understand the full picture of how things get done, well, that's what we face every day. And I think that's what makes it exciting to come to work. So I'll be sitting here and working by side by side by with a, an architect, a planner, a scientist, an environmentalist, a structural engineer, a mechanical engineer. It's just, just incredible uh, on the diversity of talent, as I mentioned before. So it's creating that environment that really allows that to flourish as I, you know, I believe that's where we're our strongest. And those things are, are going to be uh, very foundational in keeping Bergman going uh, for the next 40 years. Yeah, I agree. And I would also say that uh, what we've laid out the past year and a half and what we have um, coming forward in 2021 is um, a real focus on the relationship between our supervisors and the folks that report in uh, to them. And it's not just about communication, although that's a huge part of it. We wanna make sure everyone is talking, talking about the right things, but it's a focus on um, all of us and um, our goals, what we wanna achieve, where our strengths are, where we want to improve and having conversations about that and tying those things in to the success of the company so that people again are more intentional and in thinking about hey i'm doing this no matter how big or small it might seem but it means something in the long run so i think that makes us a bit unique in a more interesting place down the road. I think not everyone um, in every company can say they understand where they sort of fit. And we're trying to make that, uh, create that roadmap for people. That yeah. makes sense. It's exciting because the, having a sense of purpose like that is really important. You know, all the stats and the, the research point to when people can feel like their role right? No matter where they are in the company is having an impact and they know the impact it's having. Uh, that, that makes a difference and that leads to them wanting to stay and do even better work in the future. So it's exciting. Yeah, and, I, and I look at myself as the perfect example of that when being in this company for 31 years and being able to uh, start at a very entry level right out of school in this company and constantly being challenged on doing more and taking on more responsibilities and um, getting out of my comfort zone uh, and taking on more responsibilities and roles in the company leading me to this ultimate responsibility, which is uh, the ability to, to lead this firm, which is awesome. So I really talk to every new hire that comes into this company that my job today is to make sure that everybody has the same opportunity that I had in this company and continue to have in this company. So it's, it's really important that, uh, you know, we invest a lot in our people, which I think is awesome. And therefore, the longer they stick around, I think the better it is for the company. So how do we do that? Well, we have to make it an environment that allows them to feel like they're contributing, but they're also being rewarded for that hard work and and investment of time in, into the company. 
Well, I can say from, you know, at least the viewpoint that I have as one of the employees here at Bergman, um, the two of you are leading us down a really strong path. You and the entire executive leadership team and all of our VPs and everyone who contributes to the strategy. Um, so it's a really exciting time to be part of this company. I'll, I'll ask you one final question here. Um, what are you each personally most excited about in the next year that's to come? For me, uh, I've had the honor of meeting our new diversity and inclusion board subcommittee uh, for the first time virtually a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I could not be more excited and impressed with each and every member on that committee. And uh, I can say with great confidence that next year we'll bring a lot of good things uh, from that committee, new, new fresh perspective um, and, and ways of thinking um, about ourselves internally and what we can do externally uh, that we just haven't focused on, you know, that are there, but we haven't focused and give, given energy to. Uh, so I, I think that's an incredibly exciting part of our future. Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with Jenny on that. Um, this diversity and inclusion committee, I believe, will, un, will tap into incredible potential for the company. Into, in addition to that, one of the things that I think, and I'm, I'm seeing more and more of it, is the types of projects that we're going after we're going after some really neat stuff and it, these projects are getting bigger and more complex in their, in their nature. And that's requiring us to really work collaboratively together across markets, across regions and figuring out what's the best team to be able to win these jobs and, and better, better yet execute on these jobs. And I see a lot of that teamwork and collaboration going on. And that's fantastic because when we do that, we compete with, anybody in the world, uh, and I literally mean that. We can compete with anybody in the world uh, in certain areas and markets that we're in. So um, I, that's what gets me, is the constantly raising the bar on what we're capable of doing, and that's exciting. Well, it sounds like 2021 is going to be quite the year. Um, we're really excited to see the direction that we continue to go in as a company. I know that 2020 has been quite the ride. Um, but we're really grateful to have uh, strong leadership from the two of you and, like I said before, the entire team. So um, with that, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? I just want to say thank you, Stacey, for uh, hosting this and allowing Jenny and I to express our, our thoughts and feelings on this. As you can tell, both of us are very passionate about what we do and, and the company that we work with. And... Uh, it, it's definitely, I, I can't do it alone. It, it's such a great team that we, I'm blessed to work with uh, every day. And uh, I appreciate uh, everybody's hard work and, 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 you know, passion that they put in into this company. So thank you for having me have this opportunity. Yeah, ditto, Stacy. Thank you. And thank you, uh, Pete. I would just say this, you know, we are all committed, the ELT, starting with Pete, uh, to making Bergman better and to continue progression that's already starting to happen. Great. 
Well, thank you both for the time today. I really appreciate it. And um, to all of our listeners, thank you for joining us on this episode of Insights by Bergman. You can find this and many more at our website, bergmanpc.com slash podcast. And we will have more episodes coming in the very near future.